0: Stacey Lynn, CBS News.
1: Edward Jones is a proud sponsor of High School Sports on KFMO. Call me, Financial Advisor Allison Douglas-Kinnon, at 573-431-2220 for all of your investment needs. Edward Jones, Making Sense of Investing, member SIPC.
2: Kevin Ball's Auto Body, the most
3: recommended in the parkland. The definition of recommended is to be worthy of trust, and they don't take that lightly. They treat your vehicle like it's their own. Your neighbors, your family, and your friends are now satisfied
1: customers because you recommended them. When you need collision repair, don't just take it anywhere. Take it to Kevin Ball's Auto Body in Park Hills, the most recommended, Because your car hasn't looked this new since it was new. Kevin Ball's Auto Body,
3: the most recommended by far.
2: AM 1240 KFMO. The start of your
4: day begins with the start. I
2: need
1: my news, weather, and sports.
4: I'm Mike Ramsey reporting. Weather at 12 and 40 every hour. I'm Jared Pettis, we check sports. And now, the start on AM 1240 KFMO.
2: Good morning to you. It's so good to have you alongside today. Thanks for tuning in. It's Wednesday. Yeah, it's hump day. And plenty of holidays abound if you need one. You know, like The Festival of Sleep Day. (laughs) Uh, The longest anyone has ever gone without sleep is just over 11 days. Can you imagine that? A guy named Randy Gardner pulled that off in 1964 when he was 17. He was observed by scientists from Stanford University who reported paranoia, hallucinations, and short-term memory loss. When he was done, he slept for fourteen hours straight. <laughs> well that kind of happened to me in high school. It really have you ever had a problem and you couldn't sleep or something was you know I was and I did this for probably a month before it finally caught up with me, but I was getting off I'd go to school during the day, I was going to high school, so I'd get up about six in the morning, get ready for that, six thirty maybe. And Then I'd go to school, I'd come home, I'd get home about 3.30, and at 4.30, I would leave to go to work. Now, I wouldn't get home from work to go to bed until probably about 2 or 2.30 in the morning. So I was getting, and sometimes 3, and I was getting, you know, anywhere from 2 to 3.5, maybe if I was lucky, 4 hours of sleep a night. And eventually walked in the hallway of school um with my friend standing next to me and they said are you okay uh, yeah, i think so i just i don't know and then i said no i don't think so after all because the hallways were kind of wavy looking and i couldn't stand upright, and you know it was just really weird uh, i was hallucinating yes um because of a lack of sleep so i understand what that guy was going through for sure But the Festival of Sleep Day is today. If you've lost too much sleep over the last few whatevers, maybe the last couple of weeks with the holidays, and you can, take the time to sleep today. I wouldn't mind to take that 14 hours on myself. You'll want to stay tuned. We have news coming up next at KFMO.
3: When you're looking for an accountant, what comes to mind? Trustworthiness? Accuracy? Up-to-date knowledge of tax laws? In the real world, considerations like those are always important. Stephanie Kitchell with Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service in Ironton has provided quality accounting and tax service for over 30 years. Whether it's personal or business-related, Stephanie Kitchell has you covered. Call 573-546-3104 today to schedule an appointment at Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service in Ironton.
4: Hey guys, Davey here from Midwest Sports Center located in Farmington, Missouri. Are you guys looking to get into a new side-by-side? Come on down and check out a wide variety of side-by-sides to pick from. We have Polaris, Can-Am, Kawasaki, Sidu, and Suzuki. With hunting season kicking off, a new side-by-side to get you in and out of the woods could serve you amazingly come see me at 124 walker drive on the road off the road
3: or on the water midwest sports center your ultimate outdoor toy store stop by midwest sports center today at 124 walker drive in farmington
2: local news you can trust this is the parkland's freedom leader am 1240 kfmo here's mike ramsey good morning it's wednesday january 3rd and the time is 10 minutes after seven o'clock in our newscast we'll tell you about The Missouri Department of Transportation, the officials there say southbound Interstate 55 access in several counties, including St. Genevieve and Perry, will be reduced in the shoulder width soon, even starting today. We'll talk about that. Plus, we'll have more on the business owner from Farmington. He's got a court appearance coming up next week, the guy that was arrested on 26 sexual abuse-related charges. And legislators in the 2024 Missouri legislative session, which begins today at noon, might see some repeat material from the just-concluded year. Among those issues could be initiative petition reform. Missouri Senate reporter Dean Morgan has more. Speaking during the last week of last year's regular session, Missouri Senate President Pro Tem Caleb Brown of Columbia says he
3: believes initiative petition reform could have happened last year. The fact that we didn't pass it this year puts more pressure on us next year is no doubt about it, but it does nothing to change the outcome relative to whether abortion is going to be enshrined in our Constitution or not. By the time initiative petition reform made it to the floor of the Missouri Senate in 2023, there was not enough time to move it through the upper chamber before session ended. Missouri Senate Minority Floor Leader John Rizzo of Independence says he believes initiative petition reform may precede an effort to put a woman's health question on the ballot statewide. A lot of women across the state who feel like they have been not listening to and ignored, and not having the
5: ability to have autonomy over their body. Reporting from the state
3: capitol, I'm Dean Morgan.
2: In other news, the business owner from Farmington, who was arrested for 26 sexual abuse related charges, 65 year old Jackie R. Patterson, will have a confined docket hearing Tuesday, January 9th, in St. Francis County Court. The probable cause statement from the St. Francis County Sheriff's Department indicated Patterson is alleged to have had sexual relations with a juvenile female. For nearly a decade. The statement indicates Patterson allegedly began the abuse when the female juvenile was nine years old in June of 1995. Now he's being held without bond at the St. Francis County Jail. Stay tuned to KFMO news for more information as it becomes available from St. Francis County law enforcement officials. Missouri Department of Transportation officials say southbound Interstate 55 in St. Genevieve County and Cape Girardeau counties will have reduced shoulders while contractor crews install new signage on the right-of-way. The work is set to take place today through Friday from mile marker 163 to mile marker 150 in St. Genevieve County, Monday the 8th through Thursday the 11th from mile marker 149 to mile marker 130 in St. Genevieve and Perry counties, and Monday, January 15th through Thursday, January 18th, from mile marker 130 to mile marker 102 in Perry and Cape Girardeau counties. And remember, of course, the work zones will be marked with signs and your urge to use caution while traveling around that area. For more information, you can call MoDOT at 888-ASK-MODOT, that's toll-free, or simply visit MoDOT.org forward slash southeast. Weather permitting, that work will take place from 7 a.m., which it's already begun today then, until 4 p.m. daily. That's news from AM 1240. I'm Mike Ramsey reporting for KFMO News from the Collins News Desk. We have sports next with Jared Pettis. Always remember as well to check the website, too. That's KFMO.com.
5: It's time for a look at sports. I'm Jared Pettis on the local side. Tuesday, boys basketball action. And Farmington played at Seckman. The Knights win at 66-63. They get 20 points from Logan Schoppert and 16 from Cannon Roth in the win. The Potosi Trojans played host to Herculaneum. They win at 72-40. And St. Paul boys and girls were at home against Lesterville, getting their home opener. Lesterville swept the Giants 75 36 on the boys side and 51 22 on the girls side potosi was also at home on the girls side the lady trojans followed the steelville lady cardinals 50 35 and bismarck was at clearwater and the lady indians won that one 60 28 we'll see the lady indians and our next broadcast game coming up on thursday when they open conference play against the valley catholic lady warriors we'll have coverage thursday starting at 5 30 with tip off at six o'clock Boys basketball today. The Bourbon Invitational and semifinals. Valley Caledonia and the Vikings play Liberty while North County hosts Jefferson and Valley Catholic is at St. Vincent. Two girls basketball contests tonight. Jefferson is at home against the Kingston Lady Cougars while the Valley Catholic Lady Warriors host the Crystal City Hornets. And boys and girls wrestling. Farmington hosts a tri-match while North County does battle in the Washington tri-match and both the St. Genevieve Dragons on the boys and girls side wrestle with Hillsboro. And on Saturday, that's Central Christmas Tournament Championship game featured Farmington and Central. Of course, the Rebels won at 78-61, but it was the atmosphere and energy on the floor that stood out to the 2,000-plus at the TJ Fulon Fieldhouse that night. We sat down with both the Central head coach, Brad Gross, and Farmington head coach Garrett Callahan after the Christmas Tournament title match. We start with Coach Callahan of the Knights. Says the style of games shown in the Christmas Tournament versus Central
0: something we should expect during conference play? I hope so. I mean, the atmosphere tonight was great. Um, you know, it wasn't, it never really felt as close um, as it probably was, you know, because I, I just know how good they are late in games and how, how well Joe can, can uh, control a game. If they have the lead, it's so hard to come back against these guys. So, um, you know, I just hope we can show up next time and, and battle and not play scared early on and, and make some shots saw the atmosphere here tonight we felt the atmosphere we watched a really great game is
5: basketball in the area better when Farmington and Central are both good at the same time
0: <laughs> I, I mean I guess so I, <laughs> I I'm happy I'm happy that that we can be one of the top teams in the area again and um, I know we still got a lot to prove and a lot to a lot to work on um, there's a lot of good teams around this year so um, it's going to be tough it's going to be tough to win a lot of games, but but I, I think we have guys that are resilient. We can step up and do it.
5: Rebels head coach Brad Gross expects another exciting game when these two meet during conference play, January 19th back at the TJ
3: Fulon Fieldhouse. Absolutely. You know, uh, I think both these teams are... You know, just full of a lot of really good athletes and a lot of competitiveness. So I think every time they match up, it's going to be a pretty good show. Farmington and Central.
5: It seems like when they're good, the area is more in tune with their basketball and
3: and locally. Is that what you'd say as well? Oh, absolutely. I think you saw it tonight with uh, how packed this place was. You know, I haven't seen a crowd like this this Christmas tournament, and uh, you know, a lot of years, probably before COVID. So. I think that just uh, proves that right there.
5: The MAAA opens conference play on Friday. Central and Farmington again will play January 19th at Central High School in a broadcast match. NHL, the St. Louis Blues hit the ice tomorrow when they host Vancouver at Enterprise Center. 6.30 pregame, 7 o'clock puck drop on B104.3. The Blues will then head back out on the road and play at Carolina on Saturday. And NFL, the Kansas City Chiefs wrap up the regular season this Sunday when they play at Los Angeles against the Chargers. Coverage starts at 2 on AM 1240 KFMO with kickoff at 325. It's the last game of the regular season. The Chiefs have already clinched the AFC West Division title with their win last Sunday against the Cincinnati Bengals. In NCAA football, the Missouri Tigers beat Ohio State in the Cotton Bowl. They score 14-3. to Tigers head coach Eli Drinkwitz says the Cotton Bowl victory means a lot to the program.
2: To win the 88th Goodyear Cotton Bowl Classic uh, in that kind of game with these men in this brotherhood um, to cement ourselves as a top 10 team in the country uh, from going from unranked to top 10 in the country be pretty special.
5: Tigers
3: running back Cody
5: Schrader says the season was for the fans of the
3: team. We know that they've been waiting for Mizzou to be back on top and win big time football games and bring winning back to the city of Columbia. But not only Columbia, man, but our state and everything, man, and we do it for them. Um, I, they, I hope they know how much they really mean to us and how prou- how much we want to make them proud um, to call us their football team. And uh, hopefully uh, we did that this season.
5: The Tigers wrap up the season 11-2 and, and are Goodyear Cotton Bowl champions. To the NCAA. Double-A Hardwood and the Missouri Tigers play on Saturday when they host Georgia. High noon tip-off in that one. And the St. Louis University Billikens resume play tonight. Out of the winter break, they'll play at Chaffetz Arena against Loyola. That's sports.
3: I'm Jared Pettis. Discover unbeatable deals at Buffalo Wild Wings in Farmington. Indulge in the All-American Burger and Fries Combo for $7.95. Paired with refreshing $2 Bud Light pints on Wednesdays. Or elevate your week with 75-cent boneless wings on Mondays, half-off traditional wings on Tuesdays, and buy one, get one free boneless wings every Thursday. Happy hours from 3 to 6, Monday through Friday, and late night from 9 to close every day. Buffalo Wild Wings, 615 Maple Valley Drive, Farmington. Have an automotive issue? Let the experts take care of it for you. Wage Auto Service is a full-service shop serving the Farmington area since 2015. Wage Auto Service in Farmington is locally owned and operated, and because they want to be your first choice for all of your auto service and repair needs, they warranty all of their work with a two-year, 24,000-mile part and labor warranty. They stand behind their work. To schedule an appointment, simply give them a call, 573-664-1302.
2: The time is 719 at KFMO. Stay tuned, up next we're going to feature that second segment in our year in review from AM 1240 from KFMO News.
0: It's winter time
3: and Wards Farm Center in Fredericktown is your go-to place for all of your farm, ranch and animal needs. Wards Farm Center is a full line Purina dealer and can set you up with whatever your farm animals may require. Stay warm with the comfort of knowing Wards Farm Center will take care of you. Stop in or call 573-783-3100. Wards Farm Center
0: in Fredericktown.
2: Human trafficking is happening right here in Missouri. You can help combat it by learning the signs of human trafficking and reporting suspicious activity to law enforcement. Victims may appear malnourished, show signs
3: of physical or mental abuse, or avoid social interaction. If you're a victim or know someone who needs
2: help, contact the National Human Trafficking Hotline at 1-888-373-7888 or text the word HELP to BE FREE. Together, we can stop human trafficking in Missouri.
1: Brought to you by the Missouri Attorney General's Office.
2: It's time for the Year in Review, a look at the stories from the KFMO B104 newsroom that made 2023 a memorable year in the parkland. I'm News Director Mike Ramsey reporting the news for April, May and June of 2023 from KFMO B104 News. Formal charges were pending against a suspect in the shooting death of 51-year-old Donnie Barton Jr., a boss, after he was shot in the stomach and found roadside in rural Bixby on County Road 79 in Iron County. A press release from Iron County officials indicated that on March 27th at about 8 p.m., Iron County sheriff's deputies received a report of a male with a gunshot wound on County Road 79 the man was found on neals creek road upon arrival law enforcement found barton roadside with an apparent gunshot wound iron county ems responded to the scene and the victim was transported to an awaiting air ambulance for transport to a medical facility The victim died at Missouri Baptist Medical Center in Sullivan. An individual was in custody pending formal charges. The Iron County Sheriff's Office and the Iron County Coroner's Office wanted to thank members of the Missouri State Highway Patrol Division of Drug and Crime Control, the Viburnum Police Department, and Pilonaw Police Departments for their assistance in that investigation. A case of three maliciously set vehicle fires was being investigated in Jefferson County in April. Information from the Hillsboro Fire Protection District indicated fire personnel were called to the 4900 block of State Route B Friday, April 7th at 1.32 in the morning for a vehicle fire. While en route, firefighters were notified there were three vehicles on fire. Upon arrival, the three vehicles, including two tow trucks and a pickup, were found to be burning in a field. The fire was quickly extinguished and there were no injuries. It was determined the fire was intentionally set. A former Potosi police officer, 39-year-old Matthew N. Skaggs, was facing charges of sex trafficking, solicitation of child pornography, and coercion and enticement of a minor after being indicted March 29th and arrested in April. A press release from the U.S. Attorney's Office, Eastern District of Missouri, the indictment alleged between January 1st and August 10th of 2022, Skaggs enticed or solicited three minors into engaging in a commercial sex act, solicited a visual depiction of a minor engaging in sexually explicit conduct, and attempted to persuade a minor to engage in sexual acts. A motion seeking to have Skaggs held in jail until the trial said he gave vape cartridges to one minor in exchange for pornographic images, paid another via Cash App not to reveal sexual abuse, and sexually abused a third minor. Skaggs met the alleged victims through his work as a police officer or committed sex acts while on duty or in uniform, the detention motion had said. Anyone who believed they were a victim or had information about other offenses was asked to call the Missouri State Highway Patrol. Missouri Governor Mike Parson was announcing in April the U.S. Small Business Administration would conduct Joint Preliminary Damage Assessments or PDAs in Bollinger County to determine if the area was eligible for low-interest disaster loans to assist homeowners, renters, businesses, and not-for-profit organizations following the severe storms and EF2 tornado that occurred April 5th. State Emergency Management Agency Director Jim Rimillard requested joint PDAs be conducted by a team of representatives from the SBA, SEMA, and local emergency management officials. Storm survey teams with the National Weather Service said seven tornadoes touched down in the east-central Missouri and southwest Illinois regions in April, leaving several communities with structural damage, like in Bollinger County. Blocked roads, power outages were also reported. According to reports from the Weather Service, the tornadoes closest to the park land were two separate touchdowns, including an EF0 strength at Hillsboro and an EF1 at Peebley. There were also EF-1 touchdowns at Fenton and two cities in Illinois, including Belleville and Maystown. EF-0 tornadoes also hit Swansea, Illinois and south of Valmire. Heavy winds were reported in the Hillsborough area. Damage reports showed numerous trees and power lines down plus roof damage to many homes. AM 1240 KFMO, the longest-running radio station in St. Francis County, was chosen as the Missouri Broadcasters Association 2023 Station of the Year for the small market category. The award is given to a station based on key factors, including featuring top-notch look, sound, and talent. The Station of the Year is also seen as committed to the betterment of its community, using its station's resources and talent for the benefit of its area, with an emphasis on localism, industry leadership, Leadership is the final contributing factor to being named Station of the Year, carrying the torch for the broadcast industry and shaping the broadcasters of the future. AM 1240 KFMO and B104.3 Radio have received 35-plus first-place awards from the Missouri Broadcasters Association since 1998. The changing landscape of law enforcement and the sacrifices officers have made in the parkland were on the minds of those who attended a Delos Chamber of Commerce meeting in May. The director of St. Francis County's 911 system, Alan Wells, was the featured speaker. He told the crowd even with all of the technological advancements that are available, the future of law enforcement is still people.
5: The people who put the badge on, the people who attempt to deter, intervene or investigate crimes. The people who risk everything for those they often do not know. The future of law enforcement lies within the hearts and minds of each and every
3: person dedicated to making our community safer. It's a job that officers take home with them every day. You don't leave the job. It's 24-7.
2: Special presentations were given to the Bontair Police Department in honor of Bontair Officer Lane Burns, who was killed in the line of duty, and his partner, Officer Garrett Worley, who was wounded in the ambush that took Burns' life. Bontair Police Chief Doug Calvert told the crowd at that meeting the night the two officers were attacked has proved a very difficult experience, yet they can't give up their duties to serve the community.
3: Seeing Officer Worley lay in that bed fight for his life, and then hearing the accounts from the other officers that were actually on the scene, these two officers followed their training and their heart. They saved many lives that night, but they never quit. They did not quit. And that is one lesson I've taken out of this and been taught. You don't quit. Not when it's for real. You don't ever quit. You don't ever give
2: up. United States flags were given to Calvert and Deloge Police Chief James Bullock at that meeting. The Park Hills man who was convicted of manslaughter in a 2019 shooting that led to the death of Adam Carroll, 52-year-old Oscar Ortiz, is dead. A press release from the Missouri Department of Corrections indicated Ortiz was pronounced dead at the Eastern Reception Diagnostic and Correctional Center in Bonterre just after 4 a.m. Sunday, May 8th. The release also showed Ortiz died of apparent natural causes. Ortiz was serving a 61-year sentence for involuntary manslaughter in the second-degree armed criminal action tampering with physical evidence and unlawful use of a weapon. Police alleged Ortiz shot and killed 34-year-old Adam Carroll of Farmington early the morning of July 1, 2019. Reports indicated the murder took place shortly after midnight in the 700 block of 3rd Street in Park Hills. Carroll had been shot in the head. Witnesses identified Ortiz as the shooter. He was captured by officers later driving too fast and losing control of his vehicle in the 47th hundred block of Flat River Road. A landmark historic home on Liberty Street in Farmington was a total loss after a fire in May. Firemen were called out to 917 West Liberty Street at 1139 that evening. Farmington Fire Chief Todd Mesey told us the home was heavily involved with flames when they arrived.
4: Crews arrived in about three minutes, found a two-story residential structure with heavy fire showing from the first and second story. We did upgrade to a second alarm took a little over 30 minutes to bring the fire under control
2: now according to misi there was one resident at home at the time of the fire he was not injured there were no injuries to firemen Misi says they didn't know exactly what started the fire but it was under investigation. Reports from the Perry County Sheriff's Office indicated last May that a Perryville man, 41-year-old Matthew Donnelly, died and another man, 50-year-old John Paul Morrison, was in the custody of Perry County Sheriff's deputies after they were called to Morrison's residence on Sandler Drive north of Perryville. Information from the sheriff's office indicated deputies were dispatched to the home in the early afternoon hours of Sunday, May 1st, after Morrison said he had shot a man who came to his door and assaulted him. Donnelly was found collapsed a short distance away from the residence. He died later at the hospital from a gunshot wound to the abdomen. Police discovered illegal firearms, methamphetamine, and diazepam pills during the initial investigation at Morrison's home. He's a previously convicted felon and was taken into custody. He was charged with unlawful use of a weapon, three counts of convicted felon in possession of a firearm, two drug possession charges, and a drug paraphernalia charge. The investigation continued. More charges were expected at the time. The 2022 Missouri legislative session ended last May, and Missouri legislators had passed the largest state budget ever at $49 billion. The representative of the 117th District, Mike Henderson, told us despite being slowed down by the state Senate, they were able to sort out the budget that included funding for broadband growth, infrastructure needs, and more. Let's
4: just be honest, it's been a little disjointed, mainly because the Senate has had a lot of issues going on over there that has stopped things. In the end, it hasn't been a terrible session. We got a lot of things done that we needed to get done. The biggest one was the budget, which I think is good for the state of Missouri. So I think we did pretty well in the budget. Plus, we're going to get $500 million back in the form of a tax credit to the people of Missouri.
2: Henderson added much of the increase in the budget came from COVID relief funding, from the federal government, helping lawmakers give big increases to public schools, community colleges, and universities. The budget also had nearly $1 billion for increased payments to medical and personnel care providers, plus a $500 million tax rebate plan. An anonymous donor was giving the Farmington Family Fund Center building to the Farmington Ministerial Alliance last May. The Fund Center had been closed for some time and the Alliance's Director of Benevolence Nancy Faulkner told us this would allow additional space for the Alliance food pantry and their thrift store.
0: We'll have about 5,500 plus square feet that will become the food pantry. Part of that will be behind the scenes food pantry where we'll have overstock. Uh, our coolers and things, our walk-in coolers and stuff, where we'll bring stuff in. Um, And then uh, where the restaurant used to be, skating rink, that will become the actual food pantry for our clients
2: to come in. According to Faulkner, when the new location opened, it was going to be a by choice food pantry. People would be able to have a choice of the foods they received, just like shopping in a grocery store. In order to assist the group with renovations to the building and certain equipment needs, a special program called the Double Up Challenge was underway at the time. Another donor had stepped forward and was going to match any donation to the program up to $100,000. A woman from Barnhart, 50-year-old Holly S. Smith, was facing charges of involuntary manslaughter in the first degree, leaving the scene of an accident resulting in death and driving while intoxicated last May after she was allegedly involved in a deadly hit-and-run crash. Jefferson County Sheriff Dave Marshak said that around 7.15 on a Friday evening, May 20th, deputies were called to the intersection of West Outer Road and El Lago Drive in Imperial. According to witnesses, a motorcyclist was hit by a white passenger vehicle driven by Smith who drove away from the scene. Deputies were contacted by the Missouri State Highway Patrol, and it was determined the patrol would handle the crash investigation. It was later learned 54-year-old James Meyer of Villa Ridge died from injuries suffered during the crash. A witness of the crash followed the white passenger vehicle and reported its location to Jefferson County 911 dispatch. The vehicle was stopped by Arnold police in the area of Jepco Boulevard and Tall Oaks Drive. Jefferson County Sheriff's Office DWI units arrived moments later and conducted field sobriety tests of the driver, Smith, who was the only occupant of the vehicle. Based on their findings, Smith was taken into custody and was being held at the Jefferson County Sheriff's Office without bond. That's the Parkland's news for the months of April, May, and June 2023 as our KFMO B104 News Year in Review continues. I'm Mike Ramsey reporting for KFMO B104 News. Remember to check that website, kfmo.com. This
5: holiday season, find your joy at Scooter's Coffee in Farmington. Hi, y'all. This is Bart, owner of Scooter's Coffee in Farmington, introducing our holiday delight, the Praline Carmelicious. It's like a warm, brown, sugary hug of pecans infused with rich brown sugar
0: flavor. And as always, it's finished with a generous swirl of velvety whipped cream and a drizzle of luscious caramel. Visit us in Farmington today and let the holiday cheer fill your cup. There's just something truly special about Scooter's Coffee.
2: Stay with us at KFMO. We have a newscast we owe you. It's coming up next here from AM 1240. And then we'll have sports. Stick around. Weather is brought to you by Kitchell Accounting
3: and Tax Service in Ironton. It's never too early to start crunching those numbers, downloading those forms, and organizing all those receipts you put in your shoebox getting frustrated yet yeah try crunching this number 573-546-3104 accountant Stephanie Kitchell with Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service in Ironton year-round for tax and business consulting accounting and bookkeeping and payroll crunch that number one more time 573-546-3104 a trusted name in the Arcadia Valley area Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service
1: in Ironton Chance of rain and snow to start, and then just a slight chance of rain this afternoon. Our highs will be right around the upper 30s tonight. We should be dry and part the cloudy sky upper 20s, and then Saturday sunshine upper 40s. Sunday partly sunny skies. Our high near 45. The first day of 2024 will be filled with sunshine. Our high will be in the low 40s. Tuesday sunny skies. Our high temperatures Tuesday mid to upper 40s. From the Parklands 24-hour Weather Center. I'm meteorologist Sally Russell.
4: local news you can trust
2: this is the parklands freedom leader am 1240 kfmo here's mike ramsey good morning it's wednesday january 3rd the time is 7:35. now in our newscast we're going to hear about members of the deloge chamber of commerce looking forward to the new year after their lunch and tuesday we'll find out more about traffic statistics over the new year's holiday weekend in Missouri. And the St. Francis County Sheriff's Department shop with a cop program is growing. Plus, a man from Fredericktown, 22-year-old Aaron N. Favier, is suffering serious injuries. He was hurt in a one-vehicle crash Tuesday evening in Perry County just before 7 o'clock. Records from the Highway Patrol show Favier was driving north on Perry County Road 914 when his SUV ran off the right side of the road. Favier overcorrected, and the vehicle ran off the left side of the road and rolled over. He was flown to St. Louis University Hospital. He was wearing his seatbelt during the wreck. The St. Francis County Sheriff's Department's Shop with a Cop program is growing. According to St. Francis County Sheriff Dan Bullock, they served over 600 children this year. It
4: was a big success this year, Mike, and uh, 612 kids. Uh, Last year we
2: had 487. This is the biggest year since the inception and uh, another big success this year. Bullock explains, the program has been in place in St. Francis County for 30 years. The success of the program was discussed at Tuesday's St. Francis County Commission meeting. Missouri State Highway Patrol officials say five people died and 59 were injured in 115 traffic crashes during the 2024 New Year's holiday counting period, which began at 6 p.m. Friday, December 29th, and ended at 11.59 p.m. Monday, January 1st. There were no boating crashes and no drownings over the weekend. <laughs> Members of the Deloge Chamber of Commerce are looking forward to the new year after Tuesday's monthly chamber luncheon. The executive director of the chamber, Sherry Henderson, says they decided to have a casual lunch where members could visit with one another and share ideas.
0: Probably our biggest goal this year is business meets community. Where we service businesses, what we really want to do is bring community and business together. And so we'll be mixing it up a little more and we have uh, just a lot of great plans for 2024.
2: The luncheon was held at the Delois Chamber of Commerce office, open house style. Members were able to come anytime from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. and get a free lunch. That's news from AM 1240. I'm Mike Ramsey reporting for KFMO News from the Collins News Desk. It's Wednesday, January 3rd. 7.38, 7.38, so be sure to stay tuned. We have sports coming up here with Jared Pettis, and check the website, too, kfmo.com.
5: It's time for a look at sports. I'm Jared Pettis on the local side. Tuesday, boys basketball action, and Farmington played at Seckman. The Knights win at 66-63. They got 20 points from Logan Schoppert and 16 from Cannon Roth in the win. The Potosi Trojans played host to Herculaneum. They win at 72-40, and St. Paul boys and girls were at home against Lesterville, getting their home opener, Lesterville swept the Giants 75-36 on the boys' side and 51-22 on the girls' side. Potosi was also at home on the girls' side. The Lady Trojans followed the Steelville Lady Cardinals 50-35. And Bismarck was at Clearwater and the Lady Indians won that one 60-28. We'll see the Lady Indians at our next broadcast game coming up on Thursday when they open conference play against the Valley Catholic Lady Warriors. We'll have coverage Thursday starting at 5.30 with tip-off at 6 o'clock. Boys basketball today. The Bourbon Invitational and semifinals. Valley Caledonia and the Vikings play Liberty while North County hosts Jefferson and Valley Catholic is at St. Vincent. Two girls basketball contests tonight. Jefferson is at home against the Kingston Lady Cougars while the Valley Catholic Lady Warriors host the Crystal City Hornets. And boys and girls wrestling. Farmington hosts a tri-match while North County does battle in the Washington tri-match and both the St. Genevieve Dragons on the boys and girls side wrestle with Hillsboro. And on Saturday, that's Central Christmas Tournament Championship game featured Farmington and Central. Of course, the Rebels won at 78-61, but it was the atmosphere and energy on the floor that stood out to the 2,000-plus at the TJ Fulon Fieldhouse that night. We sat down with both the Central head coach, Brad Gross, and Farmington head coach Garrett Callahan after the Christmas Tournament title match. We start with Coach Callahan of the Knights. Says the style of games shown
0: in the Christmas Tournament versus Central something we should expect during conference play? I hope so. I mean, the atmosphere tonight was great. Um, you know, it wasn't, it never really felt as close um, as it probably was, you know, because I, I just know how good they are late in games and how, how well Joe can, can uh, control a game. If they have the lead, it's so hard to come back against these guys. So, um, you know, I just hope we can show up next time and, and battle and not play scared early on and, and make some shots. Saw the atmosphere here tonight. We felt the atmosphere. We watched a
5: really great game. Is basketball in the area better when Farmington and Central are both good at the same time?
0: (laughs) I... I mean, I guess so. I, I, I'm I, happy. I'm happy that, that we can be one of the top teams in the area again. And um, I know we still got a lot to prove and a lot to a lot to work on. Um, there's a lot of good teams around this year. So um, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough to win a lot of games. But but I I think we have guys that are resilient. We can step up and do it. Rebels
5: head coach Brad Gross expects another exciting game when these two meet during conference play January 19th back at the T.J. Fulon Fieldhouse.
3: Absolutely. You know, uh, I think both these teams are... You know, just full of a lot of really good athletes and a lot of competitiveness. So I think every time they match up, it's going to be a pretty good show. Farmington and Central.
5: It seems like when they're good, the area
3: is more in tune with their basketball and and locally. Is that what you'd say as well? Oh, absolutely. I think you saw it tonight with uh, how packed this place was. You know, I haven't seen a crowd like this this Christmas tournament, and uh, you know, a lot of years, probably before COVID. So. I think that just uh, proves that right there. The MAAA opens conference play
5: on Friday. Central and Farmington again will play January 19th at Central High School in a broadcast match. NHL, the St. Louis Blues hit the ice tomorrow when they host Vancouver at Enterprise Center. 6.30 pregame, 7 o'clock puck drop on B104.3. The Blues will then head back out on the road and play at Carolina on Saturday. And NFL, the Kansas City Chiefs wrapped up the regular season this Sunday when they play at Los Angeles against the Chargers. Coverage starts at 2 on AM 1240 KFMO with kickoff at 325. It's the last game of the regular season. The Chiefs have already clinched the AFC West Division title with their win last Sunday against the Cincinnati Bengals. In NCAA football, the Missouri Tigers beat Ohio State in the Cotton Bowl. They score 14-3. to Tigers head coach Eli Drinkwitz says the Cotton Bowl victory means a lot to the program.
2: To win the 88th Goodyear Cotton Bowl Classic uh, in that kind of game with these men in this brotherhood um, to cement ourselves as a top 10 team in the country uh, from going from unranked to top 10 in the country going to be pretty special.
5: Tigers running back Cody Schrader says the season was for the fans of the team.
3: We know that they've been waiting for Mizzou to be back on top and win big time football games and bring winning back to the city of Columbia. But not only Columbia, man, but our state and everything, man, and we do it for them. Um, I, they, I hope they know how much they really mean to us and how prou- how much we want to make them proud um, to call us their football team. And uh, hopefully uh, we did that this season.
5: The Tigers wrap up the season 11-2 and, and are Goodyear Cotton Bowl champions. To the NCAA Hardwood and the Missouri Tigers play on Saturday when they host Georgia. High noon tip-off in that one. And the St. Louis University Billikens resume play tonight. Out of the winter break, they'll play at Chaffetz Arena against Loyola. That's sports. I'm Jared Pettis.
1: and this
2: will be the only place where you buy. For your auto, home, life, business and more, Weems Insurance Agency has the protection that's right for you and your budget. And since we represent an extensive portfolio of national insurance companies, we give you choices. That's Weems Insurance Agency, 1209 Maple Street in Farmington. Call 573-701-9300.
3: In times of financial uncertainty, how can you stay on track? Call on someone who's invested in your success. I'm Brandon Penberthy, your Deloge Edward Jones Financial Advisor. At Edward Jones, we believe in building a complete picture of your financial life, including your unique goals and passions, so we can help you work towards achieving what's most important to you. Call me at 573-431-2950 or visit edwardjones.com to get started today. Edward Jones, member SIPC.
2: It's 745 at KFMO. Here's what's up in the next few minutes. We have the Career Connection next. We also have that program Your Money Now, what you do with the money you make when you get the job from the Career Connection, of course. And then we'll have today's or this month's report from the Life Center in Farmington. Marketing Director Randy Windsor is on the phone lines. He's standing by for that report, so stay tuned to AM 1240.
1: It's time now for your B104.3 and KFMO Career Connection. Heard twice daily to provide you with career opportunities. The
2: City of Farmington is hiring an evening shift and weekend custodian for the Civic Center. Starting pay for the position is $13.50 per hour. Apply online at farmington-mo.gov or at 110 West Columbia Street, Farmington. The City of Farmington is hiring a code and zoning enforcement inspector. The position enforces city zoning and property maintenance regulations and nuisance ordinances. Starting pay is $16 per hour. Apply online at farmington-mo.gov or at 110 West Columbia Street, Farmington.
1: If you are a business seeking employees and wish to be on during the Career Connection, contact our business office at 431-6350. For more information on Career Connection postings, go to kfmo.com or b104fm.com. I'm Nicole Murray with Your Money Now. Valley Meats has recalled nearly 6,800 pounds of uncooked beef patties and ground beef after possibly being tainted by a strain of E. coli. The Food Safety and Inspection Service has described the strain as a potentially deadly bacterium. The FSIS says the potentially affected ground beef and patties have not resulted in any known adverse effects thus far. Mortgage demand was down 9.5% for the final week of 2023, despite lower interest rates. The results include adjustments for the holidays. The average rate on a 30-year fixed mortgage ended the year at 6.76%, lower than two weeks ago, but higher than a week ago. Applications to refinance a home, however, ended the year 15% higher than the same period a year ago. And on Wall Street, futures are slightly lower. Yesterday, the Dow Industrials were up 25, the NASDAQ down 245, and the S&P 500 down 27. That's your money now.
3: Start the new year off with a bang of big savings during the Omaha Steaks end-of-season event. You can stock up on all your favorites and get 50% off site-wide. That's 50% off incredible steaks like their legendary Butcher's Cut Filet Mignon or sink your teeth into their memorable Butcher's Cut Top
2: Sirloin. Just go to omahasteaks.com. Plus, when you use code QUALITY at checkout, you'll get an extra $30 off your order. From perfectly aged tender steaks to juicy burgers, decadent desserts, and classic comfort meals every bite is guaranteed perfect
3: for a limited time get 50% off site-wide plus save an extra $30 when you use promo code quality at checkout start the new year off right and warm up your winter with tender steaks and hearty home-cooked favorites from Omaha steaks all 50% off with their end of season event make sure to enter the promo code quality at checkout to get that extra $30 off your order minimum purchase may apply
4: Omaha Steaks.
2: Up next on KFMO, we have that Life Center Report with Randy Windsor, so stay tuned.
4: A new trailer to haul your lawn equipment, power sports vehicles, or heavy machinery, Boosenbark Trailers in Farmington has the trailer to get the job done. Tandem 16-foot utility trailers with gate are just $37.90 or 12-foot with gate for just $19.90. And Boozenbark has a 20-foot tilt deck to haul that heavy equipment for just $9,200. For the best selection and best deals, head to Busenbark Trailers, Highway 67 North, Farmington.
2: Join Faith Cowboy Church in Deloge January 13th for Packin' for Packs and help give back to the kids in our community. Your generous donations of any amount make a significant impact. Faith Cowboy Church in Deloge is also in need of volunteers to make this event a success. Come be a part of something special. Your support and time can make a difference in a child's life. For more information, contact Pastor Ron Rothlesberger with Faith Cowboy Church in Deloge.
0: Shop local, no buy local, no save big deals It's not every
4: day you can save money Oh wait, you can! Hi, Jenny here from Big Deals.
1: When you shop Big Deals, you'll save money every day on dozens of gift certificates from local businesses like these.
5: Diamonds and More Jewelers in Farmington, the Sandtrap Indoor Golf Club in Park Hills, Domino's Pizza, and Midwest Sports Center. For the Parkland's Big Deals online store, go to our websites, kfmo.com or b104fm.com.
2: It's the start from KFMO, and it's time to start an interview for you. Let's go to the phone lines. We're going to talk with Randy Windsor. He's the marketing director for the Life Center in Farmington, and he's standing by for us. Good morning, Randy. How are you doing today?
4: I am doing great. How are you? Top of the morning to you.
2: Oh, pretty good. Good. I'm still looking for that breakfast sandwich, but you know how that search can be, right? (laughs) It's a long one sometimes, I'm telling you. Uh, Well, let's talk about the Life Center. Uh, My first question to you is, how was two 20, uh, 2023? What was the year like for the Life
4: Center? Well, i tell you what. We had a, we had a very good year. Uh, just like any other organization that is a nonprofit, of course, we always have to battle budgeting and, and donations and things like that, but we have come through the year very well um we have got some great programs that are working we have accomplished some really great tra- some really great things um so we are very proud of of everything that we have gotten done in 2023 we're looking forward to 2024 and growing more so you know that's really the the thing that we do is we want to set our sights on what's coming for the future
2: you bet. Uh, I've seen so many great things come out of the Life Center, so many programs. Uh, everything from free lunches to a chance to win a Jeep and uh, <laughs> the community involvement and the fun level is always there, too, for the Life Center. And uh, your mission is really great. I've always respected that. And I've, for one thing, I've always thought, gee, one day I'll probably use the services of the Life Center because of what you do.
4: Well, yeah, and, you know, the thing you were talking there about, you you know, you said the fun level and the, the Jeep and, and things like that. One of the things that we want to be sure that people understand is we really do our best to try to go above and beyond, and we are doing all of this for the right reason. Um, we do have you – know, we do enjoy what we do. Uh, it's very rewarding what we do. And those things are very, very important to us. So we try to do things where we can involve, you know, the public and get them involved and get them behind us and help them understand, like you said, the great things that the Life Center does. You know, we're a resource for individuals with disabilities and for senior citizens.
2: You know, I, I was just thinking about that uh, jeep and the longevity of that contest uh, that thing went on for a long time and and my point is by bringing that up that the life center when you guys get together to brainstorm you have some great perspectives and you come up with some unique ideas some things that maybe haven't been seen before haven't been done a certain way and i appreciate that because i think that i think that focuses on individuals and character and people more and that's what you're all about um, providing those services, so what's ahead in the new year? What can you do to raise that bar and get you know farther ahead of the wave and do something even more spectacular?
4: Well, I tell you what in twenty twenty three one of one of our more exciting events was of course, our Easter egg hunt for individuals with disabilities and for you know people who have developmental or physical disabilities. And we really kind of went above and beyond. And believe it or not, in 2023, we want to try to reach even a little bit further. So we've got some great things planned. Uh, It is a wonderful event. We had an incredible crowd last year. We're looking to increase that if we can this year. We just want to be very careful and not overgrow ourselves where we can't handle what it is that we're trying to accomplish and what we're trying to do. But uh, we've got some some neat ideas for things this year. So we're really looking forward to that. And now is the time when we're going to start reaching out to our previous sponsors and future sponsors to see about helping us uh, put all of this together and then find people who are really looking to help other individuals in the community and see if they would like to come along on this ride with us.
2: So now our mission is twofold as I see it right now. One, we want to talk to the people who need the services and tell them, first of all, it's a new year. If you haven't tried the services and you need them, try them now. It's a great time to start. Uh, Sort of a New Year's resolution spent on that, I guess. So don't delay and call today. Do, Do you ever find people not able to get over the hump and pick up that phone.
4: Yes, I think that is a frequent, I think it's a frequent problem. Many people just don't either understand, don't think, or they think it's going to be too much trouble, too, too much to go through. But uh, we are there to help. That is what we do. This is what our goal is. This is our mantra, is to help these people help themselves. We are fighting for the independence of people so they can live in their own homes as long as possible, and that's our goal.
2: Right. So now people need to call if they think they can use the services, if they think uh, anything. Just call. Find out. That's the main objective, and don't wait. Don't put it off. Now, the other part of our mission is to talk to those sponsors who might be listening right now, uh, people who've helped you in the past, whether it was hey, Randy, here's five bucks, it's all I can afford, can you put that in and, and help out? Or maybe it was somebody saying, yeah, I've got a crew of three or four people, we'll come over, we'll, uh, we'll fix this porch for somebody, or whatever, you know. Uh, what do you need, and how can people get in touch with you for that?
4: Well, we can always use people who are aware of our financial situation and our donations, so one of the things that we can we definitely want to ask for is we want to ask for people who can contribute financially to help us. But then there are times when we do need people who can come and do some simple tasks. As an example for our Easter event, you know, if we're going to be filling 200 Easter baskets, that's difficult for a an organization like us with the small staff that we have to get those things done. So oftentimes we'll have people come in and do small tasks for us, but it's extremely rewarding.
2: Oh, it sure is. That's easy, too. I mean, who couldn't fill an Easter basket? <laughs> that would be something easy to do that just about anybody could handle. So uh, how do people get a hold of you? And by the way, do you have a website somebody could check out, a Facebook page or whatever?
4: Most definitely. Of course, our website is going to be www life which is l i f e c i l which stands for center for independent living m o org so that is the website and then of course they can always find us on facebook by just simply you know doing a search for the life center and a lot of our events are out there uh, there is the ability to donate out there that can be done on our website, so we always look forward to that. Uh, Any other information, they can call us at 573-756-4314.
2: Excellent. Randy, thanks so much for being with us today. I always appreciate the conversation and I think we uh we got some information out that was good today and I urge people to call, utilize the life center and if you can help, do that too. And thanks again, Randy. I I guess we'll talk again next month if not before.
4: That sounds great and we always love all of the help that you folks give us. So thank you so much.
2: Thanks for a lot. Help to you. as well. Yeah, you too. And happy new year by the way. Hey, you too. You thank bet. you. All right. Talk to you soon. That's Randy Windsor. He's the marketing director for the Life Center in Farmington. Check them out. Uh, They may be able to help you, and they do a great job, too. Stay tuned. CBS News is next. It's 8 o'clock.
3: AM 1240 KFMO, the Parkland's freedom leader.
0: Park Hills, Deloge, Fredericktown.
5: We the people.